Hi, welcome to the Greek Mets for Noobs. I am your host, Donnie. Uh, I have with me Alto and also a new host. His name is Miguel. So Alto and I have already been introduced. We are just resident Greek mythology fans. But Miguel, this is your first episode, right? Uh, yes, indeed. So let's, let's, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Miguel. I, uh, I am one of the least experienced in Greek mythology out of everyone else here. And my, my, my only real introduction was through actually going to Greece and then actually getting a Greek mythology book for kids. So, of course, there's no gay stuff in there. And that's about all you need to know for today. For today? Yep. That's very ominous. I love it. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about Zephyrus, Hyacinthus, and Apollo. So let's give a bit of a background for each character. So... Zephyrus is the god of the West Wing, am I right? West Wing? South? What? Wasn't it South? (laughs) We're so unprepared. It's West Wing. All right. Okay, it's West Wing. So he's the god of the West Wing and known as what we call Enemoi. I don't know. Maybe that's how how it's supposed to be pronounced. But isn't it my Filipino talking? I'm not going to try. It's it's like A N E M M O I Anemoi or something like that. And I don't know how to pronounce. Anemoi. I'm Filipino. Anemoi, probably like that. Anemoi. Anemoi. Cool. That's yeah. so French. It's very so French. French. We should ask Annie to pronounce it next time. Yeah. So it's very debated on who's his father and who's his mother. So some say that yeah, uh, his father is a carpus. Or which is like a fruit demon thing, and his mother is like a floor. He's like his mother is Gaia. Oh, that's interesting, Gaia. Hmm. Imagine being the son of Gaia. That's that's not fun. Mm. And yeah. His uh another debated um theory is his father's Eos. Eos is the god. Is a goddess. Goddess of dawn. Wow, the goddess is a wow. guy who would have known. Wow, I'm so Whoa. good at mythology. Oh yeah. Anyway, so Zephyrus is a very interesting character because he's one of he's he's uh he's a confl- he, he's one of those people who would do anything for love. So we'll talk about that more. But what you need to know about Zephyrus is that he's the god of the West Wing and that he he's good at wind. Wow! Wow! That's very impressive. Not gonna lie. I know, right? Yeah. Imagine being in control of the wind. Also, if we're going by uh, if we're going by Percy Jackson lore, then he's also the assistant of Eros, the goddess, of, the god of love. So that's uh, yes, very interesting. It, it makes perfect sense. The the god of wind uh, would help the angel fly. Yeah, it makes total sense. Yeah, because like he's the guy who who uh, lifted um, Psyche up into the air to make sure she didn't die. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Now let's talk about Hyacinthus. Now I don't really know much about him, but here's what I remember. So Hyacinthus was this guy from Sparta. Now some say he's the, he's a Spartan prince. Some say he's just a Spart a regular Spartan. But what we do know is that he was very beautiful, God. and that he made that he had a crush on Apollo. So yeah, imagine having a crush on Apollo. That's not very good. Well, to be fair, to be fair, Apollo kind of has a good jawline, not gonna lie. Yeah, that's true. He looks perfect. Oh, did you guys know that early 
early Christianity based their Jesus off of uh, Apollo's uh, image. For real? Uh, no, I can see that. Like, I can see that. Like, uh, some early paintings of Jesus kind of look like if Apollo uh, was in the coronavirus. So, like, it feels like during lockdown, I can kind of see that. So, uh, Hyacinth is very handsome, very youthful, as he's described. Apparently, he has a cult. Oh, wow. He had a cult? Or he had a cult. I'm not sure if it if it's still going on. Clearly, clearly didn't take off if he had a cult. Mm. Yeah, he had a cult. Imagine being so beautiful that you had a cult. Couldn't be me. No, no, no. In today's, in today's language, that isn't called a cult. It's called like a fan club or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably it. I don't think fan clubs worship. Well, maybe fan clubs do worship, but I don't think they sacrifice stuff to their stand. Oh, no, they do. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Now let's talk about Apollo. Now Apollo is a very interesting god because basically <laughs> he's the god of music, the sun, medicine, poetry. Bad poetry. poetry. <laughs> he he has nine muses. Each of um actually one of one of them is our patron. He's our patron muse, Calliope. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but yeah. Um, Calliope is one of Apollo's nine muses, and she's it's the pronounced Calliope. Yeah, it's pronounced Calliope. That's interesting. She's the muse of epic poetry, and apparently, ours is epic poetry. I don't know if I agree with that, but sure, why not? Hello, everyone. Editor Alpha here to give you a bit more information. The nine muses are Calliope, the muse of epic poetry, Clio, the muse of history. Euterpe, the muse of flutes and lyric poetry, Thalia, the muse of comedy and pastoral poetry, Melpomene, the muse of tragedy, Tersachor, the muse of dance, Erato, the muse of love poetry, Polyhymenia, the muse of sacred poetry, and Urania, the muse of astronomy. Between them, they got 90% of the Greek arts covered. Our patron muse and our podcast artwork is Calliope because epics are the stories of heroes and gods. Greek writers shared their stories in the form of long poems. We certainly aren't that talented, but our content is technically an epic and is epic too, which is why our patron muse is Calliope. Now, back to the episode. So, Apollo is basically god of whatever you can think of. God of fishing? Maybe. God of roads? Maybe. Actually, now that I think of it, God of fishing makes more sense to be Poseidon and God of roads makes more sense to be Hermes, but we'll move on. Anyways, so interesting fact about Apollo is that he is a medicine god, right? And his son... Yeah. So, medicine god. That's pretty cool. And what else? He's really handsome. That's also pretty, pretty cool. Ah, I forgot what I was going to say in Hyacinthus part. Does anyone remember? Hyacinthus is a simp. Uh. <laughs> yeah, sure, we can say that. Man had a cult. Yeah, Apollo apparently had, had a cult too. In some versions of the story, do you guys know who Daphne is in Greek mythology? Daphne. Daphne, Daphne yes. Yes. She's the gir- girl who turned into a laurel tree, right? 
Yeah, she's the one who turned into a laurel tree. Turned into the laurel tree and then Apollo made the laurel thing that people give in yeah, Olympic yeah. days in memory of her. Yeah. Yeah, so so some people say that Daphne is the sister of Hyacinthus. Interesting. Which is interesting. Don't like some myths say that uh, Apollo was involved with Daphne as well? Yeah. So like, Apo- um, what, what happened is that... Oh my. So this, this story varies, but what happened is that Apollo challenged the god Eros to a match, and the Eros got offended, so he 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 struck Apollo with an arrow, and he fell in love with Daphne. Daphne, knowing what happens to Apollo's lovers, usually bad luck, went on and ran away from Apollo, and she prayed to Gaia to turn her to something that would save her from Apollo. So Gaia turned her into a laurel tree. Wow. Yay! Very convenient method of running away from a god that likes you. I know, right? Anyways. Anyone, actually. Just, oh my god, that guy likes me. Just turn into a tree. Easy fix. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Anyways. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the story of Zephyr and Isynthus and Apollo. So the story goes that Apollo and Isynthus are lovers. And they're devoted to each other. They love each other. Blah blah blah. Gay stuff. So, <laughs> so I know, right? So they're playing this game called Hoyt. I don't know how to pronounce it, but do you guys know that horseshoe game, the one where you throw a horseshoe at a pole thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, you guys know it. Yeah, it's called yeah. something. Yeah, it's basically that. So oh, wow, they're playing that. They're playing that game. And Zephyrus, you know, he's sad, he's lonely, he fell in love with Hyacinthus. He's so jealous at that. Mm. So can you guys guess what happened? I have a very shrewd idea what happened next. Uh, What happened, Otto? So if I'm remembering correctly, they were, Apollo and Hyacinthus were playing that thing. I don't remember what it was. Could have been Frisbees. Um, And then when Apollo threw his one, through his frisbee, uh, whatever it was, um, Zephyros like altered its course, and then the thing went flying into Hyacinthus. Like it went in Hyacinthus' direction, and he couldn't dodge it. I think I'm not so sure. Yeah, that's basically it. So like Zephyrus was like, if I can't have him, then no one no can one have can. him. Yeah, that kind of moment. So it's like, whoosh, whoosh. Wind, I command you to uh, to do this. And it did. So it hit Hyacinthus. Not, many people think it's an accident, but, you know, gods and stuff. Most, I don't think it's an accident. Most myths agree that it wasn't an accident. It hit Hyacinthus, and for being someone who's the god of medicine and healing, Apollo couldn't save Hyacinthus. Imagine so, like, that, being able to save. Imagine being the god, god of medicine, and you can't heal your boyfriend. This is truly a r slash one job moment. Being unable to heal Hyacinthus, Apollo, this man, he did the next best thing he could. He uh, made a flower, as all Greek deities tend to do so when faced with a problem. <laughs> We've probably heard of this flower. It's called the Hyacinth. And I personally haven't seen one, but um, purple and red, if I'm... Remember correctly, but I could be wrong. Uh, I think it, 
purple and red. Uh, let me look up what the hyacinth flower looks like. Everyone look at Google what the hyacinth flower looks like. You guys are searching Google. Wow, that is pretty. Wow. No, I just have a search engine in my head. That's how it works. Wow. You know, uh, for those at home who uh, are too lazy to, to go open a new tab on Google, uh, I'll describe it perfectly. A hyacinth looks like if you dipped corn in shades of blue. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, Apollo, he couldn't save his, his lover, so he turned him into a flower so that he could live on. It's very similar to, uh, to what uh, Aphrodite did with her own lover, or so I think. But we'll talk about that in another episode of Gay Greek Myths for Noobs. See you next time. Hey. Uh, bye. Let's give uh, Alpha um, a good time in, in editing and do everything he told us not to do. <laughs> yep. Yeah, all right then. Am I a joke to you? And cut. That's it for season one of Gay Greek Myths for Noobs, folks. Normally, we would be back in two weeks with more content, but due to peak exam season, Gay Greek Myths for Noobs will be back in June with more stories. Until then, see you later.